Welcome to Look Behind the Look, the new podcast that examines iconic looks in film, television, music, and fashion history. I'm your host, Tiffany Bartok. The beauty of creating this podcast is getting to share with you all of the people that I admire the most. Yeah, you get that, right? That's the whole point. I love my guests so much. I gush over them, and luckily, the reasons that I so admire them usually comes through to you, so they inspire you. Sometimes the guests and I go way back, and sometimes they're just people that I've always wanted to meet. This is one of those guests. Jessica Matlin is someone who I have admired from afar for so long. It's really hard to find people who take beauty seriously, but also completely understand the purpose that it serves in the world. It's not too much, it's not too little. She's kind of the Goldilocks of beauty reporting for me. It's just the right amount. And Jessica is the beauty director of Harper's Bazaar, a magazine that I personally love so much. I was never really a Vogue girl. I always preferred Bazaar, and the covers plastered my room my whole life. So I invited Jessica on the show to talk about some of the best Bazaar covers that Kevin O'Quan did. Jessica's not only the beauty director at Bazaar, she's been a beauty editor at Cosmo, Allure, W, and, and others, and even worked on the biography of Kevin O'Quan, A Beautiful Life, which Carrie Diamond wrote. Her podcast, The Award-Winning Fat Mascara, is a must-have in your podcast library. She's interviewed absolutely everyone you could possibly imagine in the beauty industry and beyond. And by the way, she's a mom, a New Yorker, and a kind person. So here's a little piece of my conversation with this unicorn. Enjoy. Okay, so here I am, and I'm talking to Jessica, and we are stealing away some time while Lake is in the <laughs> napping state, which is, how, do, how long does that usually last? We're actually starting sleep training again. So this is the first nap in three weeks. And just like we're praying, we're praying. Prayer is chapter yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. Absolutely. Are you having so much fun? Um, doing doing not what? The sleep, sleep tra- training? Not the sleep training. It, at mommy in general. I mean. Um, it's, it, it, there are, yeah, we're having a lot of fun a lot of the time, but a lot of the time it's, it's, you know, I wonder if I'm doing it right. So there's a lot of, a lot of self-doubt, a lot of fun, then it's like back to self-doubt, then it's like crippling, like, you know, exhaustion, then back to fun, then, yes. you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a pandemic. And yeah, but she's amazing. She's she is a little magical baby. And I don't know what I did to deserve her. She's so you did a lot. She she is adorable and so loved and the best. I I I love love, her so much. I love seeing her progress on Instagram. Um, I wanted to talk to you today because, well, it was funny. I first wanted to talk about a episode on like a look behind the podcast, right? And because Fat Mascara is, of course, my jam. You're the OG. Ah. I, I grew up, I want to be like you when I grow up. I mean, I, (laughs) I, I don't know if you know, no, you couldn't know because I've never told you, I'm telling you now that, that you really inspired me so much. My God. I mean, when you came out with fat mascara, Troy texted me, I just talked about the movie on fat mascara. And I was like, what is fat mascara? I I remember when he told me about them, he was one of our first guests. Yeah. And I remember he told me about the movie and I was so excited. And I was like, you have, you have, you have to like, you know, 
give us tell us any like information i was like having like a panic on the air because i was so excited <laughs> that is so awesome yeah i really felt like i mean it's funny how I felt like this is really happening because it was mentioned on Fastcare. <laughs> and it was like, I love, I, I love timelines. I love deadlines. I love pressure. And I, that was like just exactly what I needed to be like validation and encouragement all in once at once. So, so that was great. And, um, you know, Troy had a great experience with you, obviously. Oh. And then I started following you and, and just everything that you do is so inspiring. I mean, you are a consummate New Yorker. And to be in the beauty world, it's really hard to find people that kind of think like you, you know, because everybody's yeah. so different in the beauty world. It's it's not it's like true. a blanket thing. And so I really just loved how the intelligence that you bring to the beauty world and like the respect for pop, pop culture and beauty, you know, it's different than sort of like a vanity. It, your approach to it is not vanity based it's like intellectually based and I think that's really cool thank you yeah I um I oh so so I originally wanted to do a look behind fat mascara how it came about and then I realized you did that I just listened to it actually you oh for did, like our an anniversary episode or anniversary yeah. episode yeah, was, we just did 300 episodes which was like wild it kind of crept up thing and so 300 episodes in how many years? In really five, five years. Our first episode was February, 2016. We started recording in like 2015. We did, you know, like a test episode to see if like we like doing it. And then another episode and then, you know, kind of like let it chill for a minute. But then, yeah, we, we, we launched in February, 2016. So I guess that's, oh my God, five years. Yeah. Oh my God. That, that is an example of doing something because you love it, being rewarded because you're honest about it. And those are all of the things that I swear by because we can't depend on anything in this world and you don't know, like, that's for you sure. don't know what the hell is going to work. And so you just have to be completely genuine in your intentions. And that's definitely what it is. And it's gone on to be the go-to. It's incredible. I I'm so glad you like it. I, I never I it. never know who listens. It's so unless someone tells me to listen, I like I never assume someone listens. Ever. Never. So no. Yeah. I it's like I say it, if a podcast is is broadcast, does anyone hear it? And if a tree falls <laughs> in the forest, does anybody? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I just want to have an episode. That's like anybody listening? Who are you? Who is this? <laughs> but when when you raised a wand to the movie, like I definitely felt like. I feel like you should make them and send them to people because if that, that was like an Oscar for me. I was like, Troy, they raised a wand. They raised a wand to the movie. It was like, <laughs> little gold wands. Yes. I was such an accomplishment. That was my Oscar for sure. I was so that excited. That movie was so great. I was so excited Aww. to watch that movie. Like I was hyping that movie before I even saw it. You and then were. the pay, yeah, the payoff was great. I mean, that was the movie I was waiting for really since like, since the books came out because when the books came out and, and I, I know you didn't do Kevin's books but when Kevin's books came out it was like I need to know more about this man and then obviously you know there would be more to the story you know unfortunately but I just wanted more of I want to know more about him and that, but the, the climate was so different you couldn't find out more about a person oh. unless you like you know 
found like a special about them on TV or yeah, book, you know? or, yeah, 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 yeah. And nobody would do it on the makeup artist. That would be crazy. Ex- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it, that was the whole it, reason that we made it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, I, it was like, it was just very, um, I don't know. It just kind of like, I don't want to say it's satisfying because it makes it sound like it was, you know, like all happy, but you know, it was just, it, it was just, I, I wanted, no, that I, I was waiting for it. To me, that that's a huge compliment because it makes it feel like it was a complete, you know, like you weren't like the, the, the part that would kill me is if you said, I just wanted to know a little bit more about, you know, <laughs> da, 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 no, da, da, da. it's also like so, this privacy that, you yeah. know, it, it that you have to think about too but it just I just always kind of want to know more about that kind of I wanted to know more about him and, and his world and the people in it and um it was like oh like finally the other piece of the puzzle that I was looking for as, yeah. as a fan when I was younger so yeah it was the way it was really beautifully done thank you so much yeah thank you so much I um I was inspired of course by Bizarre growing up I <laughs> I always got bizarre because I felt like, you know, like I grew up in Portland and was totally alternative. And I always thought it was like the cool Vogue. Like I just was like, I I get it. I don't do Vogue. I do bizarre. And the name, you know, I was just like, no, I was like sassy, bizarre and allure. That's all. And so I loved um, bizarre. And then as I was looking back at some of the issues when I was, um, thinking about Kevin's covers, because we're going to talk about Kevin's covers, yeah. is that the bizarre, it really featured the makeup, like when I was growing up, like the, um, you know, whereas the whole look would be on some covers, it really went in on the beauty. And I was trying to remember if you, if you remember that being the time or, or sort of the way bizarre was, was focused because Allure was a beauty magazine mm-hmm. and bizarre also I associate with beauty so much more than Vogue being complete fashion. So I didn't know if you had any comments about that or any recollections about that at all. You know, obviously I think, you know, you know, Allure was, you know, very, it was founded as a beauty magazine. Linda Wells was a genius and she was able to see that there was an appetite for a magazine all about beauty. And, you know, we had her on the show and she can tell you about that origin story in the moment that, you know, she pitched it and everything. Um, I think bizarre, just from my perspective. And again, I was not there at the time, you know, at the time that you're talking right, about. Right, right. Um, but bizarre has always been really known for really amazing photography. Yes. And really amazing photography is often like photographers, this is my perspective, like have, are very inspired by like, you know, are, are often like, are very inspired by beauty photography or be- really great photography is often great beauty photography. And we're talking about the beauty fashion world, or, you, know, you know, women's magazines. Um, it's not like lifestyle-y. It's, yes. it's very tight, really cool you know photography and really interesting shots and I think at that time um you're talking about um like the 90s I'm assuming Patrick DeMarchelier yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um I think there was just a lot of great avant-garde makeup looks too um and also really beautiful minimalist looks too that were like very striking if you look at like the fashion and beauty advertising at that time think about like Calvin Klein 
it was mm-hmm. so minimalist or the grunge era, which is like also kind of like in the Venn diagram, Calvin Klein, really clean, beautiful skin and like kind of moody faces, Corinne Day, amazing like oh, moments there. Yeah. That like a lot of these photos, I feel like were very influential and very tight. Um, I think that one was for Vogue, by the way, I'm not sure. Yep. Um, but I just think like there was just so many beautiful, tight shots. Um, and just the makeup was, you know, we were coming off the 80s where it was a very distinct style. Now there's a very exciting pendulum swing. Yeah. Um, and now we have, you know, like I said, the bare minimalism, but then we also have really beautiful, you know, experimentation with, you know, like the complete opposite. Yes. So I think, I think, you know, that's why I feel inspired by a lot of the, you know, beauty looks from that time. One of, and of the- course the makeup artists, hello, this is, we're here <laughs> to talk about some of the makeup artists, like you're seeing a lot of like the crop of makeup artists who are naming by like, you know, first names sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, working and they're just doing incredible, you know, looks. The minimal of Kevin is always discussed. Like minimal Kevin is hilarious mm-hmm. because it's maximal <laughs> Kevin, you know? So I think it's like you- three hours to get the minimal <laughs> Kevin. As Cindy would say, like erase the face and then put it back mm-hmm. on. And this, the one of Julia Roberts, uh, I think Serge did the hair Mm -hmm. and that gray, I guess, I guess I would say many say that the Tori Amos, um, Jupiter eye makeup is ultimate smoky eye. Dead, (laughs) dead, dead, dead. That's good. But this was the wearable smoky eye, I feel like. And then this is what people mean when they say smoky eye. That is like. I wish someone would like Webster dictionary would say what a smoky eye is so that everybody was on the same page about it because it's the most misconstrued, misunderstood word in beauty. But when I look at this Julia cover, I, I feel like that is it. That's what people want. And that's what people mean. The inner rim is done and then it's smoked out and then it flares out and then it's a perfect brow. I feel like this look could be today for sure. I think a lot of his looks could be today, but yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think, you know, when people think smoky eye, they could think that, you know, the beautiful look that you're talking about there, they could think something like, um, please, if you don't know what it is, Google Tori Amos, Hey Jupiter. Oh, um, but they also could so think good. something that is like, you know, something that like Britney Spears did in like, you know, the early yeah. 2000s, smoky eye or you know, Christina Aguilera, where it's like a lot more aggressive so there is no universal smoky eye by any means i agree um, completely and then color you know like oh brown black pick like, one. yeah thinking? yes but you know what's funny you brought up like the kind of confusion about the smoky eye but also like the the, co- the color aspect kevin was brilliant at like this sort of indescribable perfect neutral so when he came out with the first book it was the art of makeup it was like I'd put it it's the kind of thing you need like um what is it, like a podium like you yeah, have a podium too. and you put it on the podium and like only one spread shows at a time because it's so yeah. large and then and you, you change like, up which spread it is for yeah the exactly guests. yeah <laughs> yes yes <laughs> but you know I was like you know a young teenager when that came out and that was my first book and I 
remember he said you should you need a pinky nude lipstick and I was like a pinky nude and I was like what is that and I went to the drugstore because at that point like there was you know that was the that was the go-to for me I wasn't like Mm -hmm. hitting up like Neiman's and (laughs) pinky nude and I searched high and low for a pinky nude there was not a pinky nude it was like you were pink or you were nude like he had like a sophisticated now you can get like every color of the rainbow like every every brand they come out with like the nudes and it's like a nude for everyone there's like at least 12 nudes in this like mini collection but he was on to the fact that like neutrals were uh very complicated topic and like they were like they were I'm gonna say complicated, but like he was, he was on to like a nuanced nude. It's layered because you have pinky nude and brownie nude, and you know, and <laughs> yes, yeah. And, and when I look at more... that Julia eye, I'm like, that yeah. color's weird. And that's do you see he... purple in it? Yes, purple. I see brown. I see mink. I see mm-hmm. like gray. I see a color that is perfect, and it is the perfect neutral. But good luck, like you know, trying to explain that to someone and good luck <laughs> trying to buy that color when it came out. Right. Right. I think that Pinky Nude was- It was it, ahead of his time. If it was before, Kevin, it must have been after that twig came out and it was like, that was the thing. Mac had a, a twig and yeah. it was sold out constantly. But then oh, yeah. here, this is now- now the other bizarre neutral, Kevin. This was my s- favorite um, of Christie Turlington. It is um, in the movie. I love it so much because I felt like this is another Kevin nude that looks like it had a lot of effort. Because I see the brown contour and the pink blush, and then I see a coral color on her lips. But one might also call that a pinky nude, but it's not as nude as the Julia one. It's almost coral. He was like a he was a master of neutrals, a master yeah. of neutrals. Well, from the ultimate Ultima two experience, I'm sure. Um, yeah, and launching the nudes, which I think Lisa Eldridge might be the only one who still has them, and I would like to one day acquire them. <laughs> so you're gonna laugh. I went to so for any what any listeners here who like probably like one who might know this, but I'm from New Jersey. And there was a big Revlon factory in New Jersey or distributor or something. And they had this massive factory like sale every so often. I'm and already I already insanely go, jealous. I know. No, it was insane. My mother took me. This is like, okay, you, this is like the craziest story. The first time my mother took me, she said, I'm taking you someplace. I am not going to tell you where we're, I'm taking you. It's like some kind of like kidnapping story. Okay. Like a, like a happy one. I shouldn't even say that. That's just horrible. Like it's a hard, if I rewind, I don't like the horrible thing to say. It was like a surprise story. So she said, I'm taking you someplace. You're going to love it. I was like 13 or 14. And she, I'm like a crazy makeup person at this point. Like, like I am in deep. She takes me to this place. It was like in Homedale or Howell. Okay. For my Jersey folks. And it was around like route 35. And it was this huge warehouse. And I was like, what is this? And it was all of the Revlon brands. So it was Revlon Ultima 2, they owned a brand called Clarion at this point, okay? Oh, my God. 
Clarion. Clarion. They I also remember. own a- aquamarine shampoo, oh which smelled my. like the sea. Yes. Okay. <gasps> this place was just packed to the rafters. It looked like an old like garage, but like a factory of all this product. And it was everything was like, I'm not joking, you a guys. Dollar. Like a dollar. Okay. No. We went home with crates <laughs> and I got like the entire Ultima 2 collection with that, <gasps> like, a, like ivory with the black yeah. like edging. So I could be just as cool as Lisa Eldridge with the whole freaking collection if I had saved it. I Did have it. to tell you, it looked so modern. Like now when I look at it, I'm like, it kind of looks like Hermes could be using this stuff as like inspo at their like table, yeah. you know, yeah. or yeah. Zara. It's so freaking cool. But I'm like, I also, when I think about the place that we went, that my mom and I went, I'm like, was that a heaven? Like, did that really (laughs) exist? (laughs) If anyone remembers this place, please send me a DM because I still can't believe that we, (laughs) like, like, I still can't believe that it happened. This is so great. Oh my God. This image of me, this image I have of you going into this warehouse as a 12, uh, you 12, 13, 14. I was, we went several times and I actually, it did exist then. No, and we went several times and I don't know if it was like my mom read about it in the paper, like, oh, like, (laughs) you know, again, like the fabulous, like Revlon sale, like Friday, or if it was like always open, but I feel this is pre-internet. So like, imagine if this was open all the time, like Twitter would be like, yeah, off the, like it it could, I don't think it could exist today. (laughs) Well, no, they have, they have the employee stores, but they're very done up and they're very, you know, whatever, you know, this was like glamorous. This was not Not glamorous. glamorous. This was like, like there should, it was almost like there was a, like a shed, you know, like, like someone's like coming there on the Mm -hmm. back. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. If only we could go back. I, I had some Ultima two things that I got rid of too that and I dread. I mean, I just like, I wonder, you know, am I going to find them anywhere in some kind of secret locker? No, it's over. It's over. They're gone. Have and you I ever, sorry, keep going. Uh, no, it's okay. I heard rumors that they were going to bring back the line. And I know, but this was years ago and it never happened. So I'm thinking it didn't happen. <sighs> I know. Could you, okay. Have you ever bought makeup on the internet? Like old beauty, old beauty stuff? I only. That's only, all. Okay. Only one Dita Von Teese Mac collab. Okay. Okay. Do you use it or just admire it? Uh, I use it. I use okay. it. But I, che- I mean, I checked this, the rating. I mean, I checked the ratings okay. of the, the seller and everything. I vetted okay. this, this seller. Yes. Okay. Okay. To make sure that it wasn't like counterfeit cuckoo. Yes. And that fans. I would get herpes. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was so scared because I don't trust anybody. I can't even get Lancaster um, sunscreen on Amazon because I'm so scared it's counterfeit. I just need it. To I understand. Real. But I understand. what about you? What about you? No, but I like, I do. There are things that I miss that I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Should I? But I'm I know. like, I don't want to, I, I've, I've reported on this for, Teen Vogue and for Cosmo, like over the course of my career, about how mm-hmm. really bad, bad um, 
you know, buying cosmetics off of eBay and um, not a certified Amazon seller. Of course, of course, like, of course. But, um, but like, let's, like if it's, I, I think you kind of have to use your judgment, but like, I remember for Cosmo, Joanna Coles, the editor-in-chief, I, follow, I filed my story and I was like, being like, this is great. I worked so hard on it. Like, you know, this is that my reporting is A plus. And, and she was like, you need an anecdote, like from somebody who got you know, screwed. Like, screwed. And I was thinking, like, well, this is going to be hard. Like, I remember just being like really frustrated and like, right. I thought I was all done. And I was like, it's going to take me forever. And within like a day, I found someone who was like, I started itching like crazy. Like mm-hmm. literally one of the intern's friends like had got like counterfeit Laura Mercy, counterfeit Laura Mercy or counterfeit Too Faced or something from some like kooky site on Amazon. And she had to go to the eye doctor. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is like a mild problem, right? I yeah. Mean, lips yeah. Filling up and all that. I, um, I, I saw that documentary, I think, on Netflix, and I almost threw up about some of the, I forget the name of it, but it was about counter. Oh, I, oh, I, I saw it. And, and about the it. whole yeah. business of it and just how crazy yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, talking about um, these, okay, so wait, first I want to say, it's not even a segue, it's just a complete um, derailment. I have to tell you that I interviewed Patrick DeMarchelier for um, wow. And this is something wow. I've never shared about. And I was so excited to to talk about it with you because you'll understand. I um, was so excited when I landed this interview. We go there to Patrick's um, place and I have all my, my, my things printed out and everything. And Jessica, I'm, I'm going to even, I might even put the footage on here because it is so funny. He talked for seven minutes. And I didn't understand anything he said. And then I just kept asking the same question. I said, well, so what was, so what was the process? What, what happened? You know, Kevin would have come to said, and what, it was a great time. It was always a great time. It was a great time. And Kevin was the best. Uh, and I miss him very much. What, what, what else? What, what, what else? Okay. Wh- what did anything happen? This shoot? Did anything happen? What about this one with Kate Moss and the, cause I talked to everybody behind this look here Kate Moss holding the the snow globe Kate is the best Kevin's the best Kate's the best Paul Cavaco is the best Garen's the best they're the best okay and I was like oh my god I literally Jessica I went in this- I've never told anybody this I went into the bathroom and bawled my brains out I mm. was like it was seven minutes that happens. That happens. It was the first time. And so I was, I got it. I got it to Jace, my husband. And he was like, honey, I feel so bad. I don't know how to tell you this, but something happened with Patrick's interview and it only recorded seven minutes. And I would go, honey, that's the oh, Listen, he gave you a really positive, great quote. He did. And he invited you into his home. Right. Oh my God. Well, the the studio, which is same the thing. Stu- okay, the studio. Yes. And he and he said that Kevin was the best. Yes. I mean, what more can I ask for? Jessica? I think this was a success. This was a success. I didn't have you, to beat myself. You've got the, for- you've got the you've got the pull quote. Kevin's the best. <laughs> I actually think this was a win. Oh, you know what? It happened five years ago, and it's only till now that I feel like I did not fail. This is no. I think I you, thank you. Got, you. you got, I thank you. Got you got what you needed. You were invited <laughs> into his studio. 
you got to sit down with a legend yeah. and he said warm and lovely things about Kevin and the whole experience. Yeah. And then, and he didn't kick you out screaming. He didn't kick you out. hundred percent. No. Yeah. Boom. Very gracious. Okay. Yes. So right. he, he, he doesn't say, he doesn't say Tiffany. Oh my God. That was what a, what a bust. What, what, are, what did she up. do? Who let her in? Yeah. This, this is, yeah. No. Oh my God. This is, the, I think it went great. Oh, I feel so oh much God. better. I'm going to sleep I've, great tonight now. I, I, are you kidding? I feel like I was, re- <laughs> I was waiting to hear something like, and he said like, who are you? Or like, no, you know, we had a terrible, you know, I, I, I was waiting for like the shoe to drop. Okay. Okay. No, the shoe, like he's a the lovely shoe was person. The seven minutes. Great. Okay. Good. <laughs> oh, please. I, I feel like with so many like big celebrities, they promise like 15 minutes and at seven minutes is when the publicist gets out and is like, thank you so much, Jessica. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's all the time we have now. And I'm like, but uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So yeah. And Naomi said, I'll give you 10, I'll let you ask 10 questions. And then, and then. I looked at her at the end of the 10 questions and go, well, that's the 10 questions. And she goes, well, I'm still sitting here. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. Oh, I can definitely think of more. I was like, okay. Yeah. Stayed for like 45 minutes. And I was like, that's the opposite. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you're killing it. I've got to say, like, it sounds like your these two interviews have gone better than like my last two. So please tell me your secrets don't you oh my god the secret is just right I'm gonna tell you a secret is just like don't ever ever think about what is happening right I mean if you start to think about things don't you find you just get in so in your head and you're in that's not a good place to be and it's scary and you feel the walls closing in and you're like wait I how did I how do I get out yeah, you, uh, yeah, this is the worst feeling. I mean, you, yeah, you've just named like two of like the most prolific people in fashion, and <laughs> and one of them was like, I have, I would love to chat with you more, and the other one's like, no, I, I love so your shocked. interview subject. <laughs> I was so shocked. I know. Well, and then I was going to tell you about this beaut. This so this Ashley Judd bizarre cover is. Um, one of my all-time faves. I mean, this was on my wall. I mean, I, well, of course, Nadja looking. Oh, at the, the, oh yes. Yeah, fierce. Fier- so fierce. I mean, that's so fierce. the number one one. Like that's so number one. F- I, I, can, I, can I say fierce again? I'm just like, you can so say it again. Absolutely. So fierce. Absolutely. It's so, I would love that like as a mural, like on like on my wall. Oh my God. It's just so good. I am going to do that. That, Wouldn't that be so cool, like silk screen on a wall or something? It would be perfect. But then I just think to, like, so... you'd have to pose with it every day, and like that's a I little bit of pressure. It's... But it's it's for a... Lake's nursery. <laughs> Why not? But it is now. Now this would be also a smoky eye that if you did it on a bride, she'd be a little bit mad. <laughs> but also. In the category of smoky eye, but a, a, a patent leather one. Obviously, I put that in the movie. That was one of my favorites. One I wanted to put in the movie for a long time because it was one of my favorites. But the story's sad. This one was yeah. Serge Normand um, did the hair. And when I interviewed Serge about this shoot, it didn't make it in the movie. And um, 
I always wanted it to, because this was one of the last shoots of Kevin's and mm. he was really sick. And wait, this is the Ashley one. Yes. Or, okay. Okay. And a lot of people don't know um, that it makes me want to cry a little bit actually, because she looks so beautiful and the whole story is incredibly beautiful, but um, he was really sick and Eric Sakis had to finish mm. Um, doing the makeup here. And oh, wow. So I did not know that. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. And I, and I always wanted to share that story because to me, like no one ever talked about it after that happened. It didn't get out into the press. It was another time when these moments were sort of private. And I feel like now it would have been like everybody gossiping about it and nobody really gossiped about this because and and Ashley didn't she was so gracious about it and she even we were in talks about interviewing her for the movie I was going to ask her about it but it was um it needed to to go out actually I needed to finish it I was like one of those things that was the yeah. last thing I wanted to do and I just I I feel like everybody involved in this was really gracious and um it ended up being so beautiful and I love that something beautiful came out of a day that was so sort of sad. And when Serge tells the story, he's just so sad. He still is carrying, carrying that day around with him, but then you have this beautiful image and it's just sort of a great backstory. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously I love Kevin's work and there was a million reasons why I was drawn to Kevin, like as a teenager, Um, you know, I was really into beauty and, you know, there weren't as many artists like him who were putting themselves out there. I mean, Bobby Brown was, and I love Bobby's book. Um, you know, I loved her main book more so than Teenage Beauty. If Teenage Beauty, I was like, I'm not a teenager, even though I was a teenager. <laughs> I was like, I don't need this. I could graduate. I could graduate. You know, thanks. Thanks. But I love that Bobby. Novice. Bobby, novice. Yeah. I was like, Bobby, I love that you did this for my friends. <laughs> but, um, you know, I can, I can do your, I can do your normal book, you know. Um, but um, I loved, you know, a, a tr- I think Trish had a book at the same time. Yep. Um, but I loved, you know, I loved Kevin for a million reasons. But one of them is like, I really love that he was so in tune and like in like the same world as like female artists, you know, yes. actresses. He was like buddies with the actresses that I thought were the coolest girls in the world. And he was really tight with like female like musicians. And, he, you know, we know he was super close with Tori Amos. I don't know. Do you know, was he starting to be friendly at all with Britney Spears? She wasn't for me. She wasn't for me. But like, I wonder what he would have, what the rapport would have been. He made her look so respectable and powerful, yeah. you know, in this. And we all know that she, I, I'm positive that he wanted, I'd have to ask Troy cause he was on that shoot, but I would have to say that he probably wanted her to look not like a, a tart or, you know, like yeah, a pop star. Yeah, she really yeah. looks classy and, and powerful. She was amazing. In this, yeah, pic- she looked, in this picture. Yeah. She looked amazing. I think so too. I think so too. There's an ultimate respect and, and power in all of the looks for sure. That was, that was his signature for sure. Um, but we have probably no more time. The baby's going to wake up. <laughs> I, I think my, I think my husband's getting her. Okay. Um, okay. But, no, but yeah, the, the, like I'm just, I'm so in love with like how you've really kind of paid so much tribute, but you also like make things so relevant for the moment. 
Thank and you. Your film was so beautiful. Thank and you so much. Yeah. Thank you so I much. Love, I love your podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love yours, Jessica. And I'm I'm so honored to talk to you. And I I really, I really will be watching every single thing that you do from ah. here on out. So eyes are on you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thanks, Tiffany. Thank you so much, Jessica. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you had a good time listening to our conversation. And please share with me your favorite bizarre covers. They can be from the past, of course, but also what are you loving now? What what really stood out to you in this year? Come join us next week. We're going to be talking to Bobby Thomas, which is super exciting. We're going to be talking about a lot of different philosophies in beauty, and it'll it's a really interesting conversation. We just spoke, and I had an amazing time. Bobby and I go way back, but um, it's been a very transformative year for everybody, but Bobby especially, and she's going to touch on all of that in next week's episode. So I hope you will join us again. See you soon. Look Behind the Look is a Vinyl Foot production written by me, your host, Tiffany Bartok, produced by Jace Bartok, edited by Nicole Tucker. If you're interested in learning more, find our video version on the YouTube channel, Look Behind the Look podcast. There you can see rare photos and clips from our guests. And please follow us on Twitter at LookBehindPod and Instagram at LookBehindTheLook. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. And tell your friends and spread the word. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or any podcatcher of your choice. Thanks for listening to Look Behind the Look.